You're listening to Consider This, episode 278, for the 20th of January, 2020. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever, wherever, and whoever you are, you are right where you should be. You should be wherever you're listening to Consider This. I'm Doug Payton, and I'll be the one giving you my conservative commentary in 10 minutes or less. You should also be at the website, considerthis.ctpodcasting.com. Show notes are there, along with a transcript and links to everything I referred to while putting this episode together. That's CT as in commies tweeting. Hmm. A socialist social media fail. The economy is working for those who need it most. And making it easier for minors to get abortions. That's coming up. I'm running a poll on the Facebook group to see if you'd be interested in an email list. I can't imagine there being more than two or three messages a month, at least at the start, but I'd like to get one going, so let me know what you think there. I want to recommend another good conservative podcast, Peter Heck, whom I've seen in videos and read his writing, has The Heck Podcast. It's short, not much more of a time commitment than this one. I emailed him asking him why the heck he named it that rather than, well, the obvious pun on his name. He replied, quote, I just can't psychologically relent to the what the heck thing. Just heard it way too much growing up to make peace with it in my soul. And a smiley. He recently wrote an opinion piece and talked on his podcast about a tweet from the Socialist Party of Britain. Yeah, you can probably guess that it was unintentionally funny or ironic. It showed two pictures. On the left, it had people standing in line and was captioned, Capitalism, where you wait for health care. On the right was what looked like a room in the state-of-the-art medical facility with scanners and computers and all sorts of cool-looking stuff. It was captioned, Socialism, where health care waits for you. The picture and the link to the tweet are in the show notes. Well, the comments are just devastating and often hilarious, as they pick apart this tweet until there's nothing left but bones. But this is also a cautionary tale for anyone who wants to be a social media manager for anyone, even socialists. This is the internet, people. And if you're going to grab photos from it, know what it is you post or it will come back to haunt you. In less than 24 hours, people were fact-checking the images. Turns out that the image of the people waiting in line, they are in Britain, waiting at the NHS. And the one on the right? You guessed it. A product of capitalism. It's the GE Discovery IGS-730 Robotic Imaging System at St. Luke's University Hospital in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. In order to prop up their discredited economic view, socialists must lie to you. I mean, how is Bernie Sanders a leading candidate for anything, let alone President of the United States? Unfortunately, those lies are being accepted by those who hear fairy tales of how good socialism would be if only it were really tried. Well, first, really try being honest. Until then, social media is not your friend. (music) 
Hi, everybody. I'm Brian Kilmeade from Fox and Friends and the Brian Kilmeade Show. You're listening to 10 Minutes or Less, conservative podcast. Consider this. I've often highlighted, here and in the Facebook group, the good news on the economy that has happened during the Trump administration. I've noted that in the past that while it's true that many indicators were increasing before he came into office, they ticked upward even more when Trump took over, and some trending down started trending up. But even in the wave of good news of record low unemployment, there were the naysayers who, for the sake of politics, simply had to find something to complain about. Workers are delivering more, and they're getting a lot less, said Joe Biden. Americans are sick and tired of the income and wealth inequality that sees the rich getting much richer, said Bernie Sanders. Wages have largely stagnated, said the campaign website of Elizabeth Warren. Well, let me just say wrong, wrong, and wrong. For the reality, I have a link in the show notes to the Atlanta Federal Reserve Bank's monthly wage growth tracker, which documents just how wrong. Between November 2018 and November 2019, overall medium wage growth climbed 3.6%. But here's the news. Those in the bottom 25% saw wages grow 4.5%, while the top 25% lagged with pay just rising 2.9%. The poor's wages are growing faster than the rich's. There are some other surprises, well, surprises for Democrats, in this data as well. Non-white wages grew faster than whites. The wages of the younger grew much faster than the wages of the older. Wages for those with just a high school diploma grew at the same pace as those with a bachelor's degree. Those working in finance and business saw their wages grow at the same pace as those working in manufacturing, construction, and mining. There are more stats in the article. But remember, this sort of growth was supposed to be impossible, according to members of the left. Leftist and Nobel laureate Paul Krugman said this on Election Day, quote, so we are very probably looking at a global recession with no end in sight. I suppose we could get lucky somehow, but on economics, as on everything else, a terrible thing has just happened. Close quote. It couldn't happen, according to them, but it did. And they won't admit it. So again I say, in order to prop up their discredited economic view, Democrats must lie to you. Please keep this in mind once the Democratic nominee starts debating Trump. I predict there's more of this on the horizon. That liberal enclave we call Massachusetts is considering removing the requirement that minors get permission from their parents before getting an abortion. I have an article in the show notes where NPR tries to paint this effort in the best light possible by highlighting the truly awful situation of a girl wanting an abortion but not wanting to tell her family because she was sexually assaulted by a family friend. That is a tragic situation, no doubt about it. But the applications of this new relaxation of the rules will not be limited to that. Sexual predators of all sorts are, I'm sure, very happy to hear this. And as difficult as it may be, that particular predator from the news story needs to be called out. I know it's, it's all easy for me to say from a distance, but it's going to take a bit more convincing for me 
to agree that it should be easier for a minor to get an abortion than it is for them to get a Tylenol at school. So what do you think? Nudge the economist lurking deep inside you and tell me your thoughts on socialism versus capitalism. Have you seen any ridiculous comparisons like that, either as a meme or what somebody has said to you? What other sorts of lies, uh, I'm sorry, alternative facts have you come across? And what can I say about Taxachusetts? Is there any reason at all they would agree with for limiting abortions? And please, NPR, enough with the tragic stories trying to sell these awful policies. Well, that basically goes for all the media and the politicians that use that ploy. Anyway, get your thoughts to me by writing to considerthis at ctpodcasting.com or visiting me on the web at considerthis.ctpodcasting.com. Easy. If you know one, you know the other. The phone number is 267-CALL-CT-0, 267-225-5280. If you do call, please mention that you're calling for Consider This. Now that I have an actual network of podcasts, it helps. And if you want to see what other podcasts I have, the website address is even easier, ctpodcasting.com. Take a peek. I put a little work into it. Well, thanks for listening, and should you find yourself in an impeachment trial... Well, make sure you consider this.